Hi, Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. HIT stands for honesty, integrity, and trust, so you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, call my man, Travis Ferris, at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call him anyway and tell him I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. Welcome, everybody, back to another fantastic episode of Customer States Podcast. Where we do nothing but make mouth noises. And we talk about everything (laughs) in the automotive industry, Eric. Oh, and no before we get started, allowed. so we don't make any more uh, erroneous mouth noises. We need to moisten our mouths. We need to moisten our mouths. And let's start with cracking a bowl for a happy Friday. Happy, happy Friday. Friday. <laughs> Nicely oh. done. Oh, I came all over myself. You got a little on my leg as well. Mm. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Friendly oh fire. It's okay. <laughs> Who was that? Hashtag sell the bell. Who was that? Sell the bell. Who was that? So, uh, again, thank you guys for joining us on this lovely Friday. Voice. Um, my name is Mike Sarah. Hi. I am Mike. a technician. You are. Uh, to the left of me is Eric Montenegro. Oh, hello. I'm also a technician. Happy oh, line. Wow. Fjord. Four Fjord. and a half years. To my left. Is Ali Paul. That's me, you guys. The ostentatious Ali Paul. I was thinking lately, and like you always introduce me, and then I say my name again. You do. That's kind of annoying, I think. Maybe not annoying, but it is. I mean, when you're vain, then repetitive. So maybe that's why I'm doing it. Redundant. Repetitive, redundant. (laughs) Redundant. Redundant sounds better. better. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'm Ali Paul. And I'm to your left. a warranty administrator for Volkswagen and Mazda. Nobody. And to my left, there's a, there's a hole, an empty space. A hole in my heart. And mm. all of our collective She's hearts. She's got a few of them. So we've brought someone in to fill that hole today. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. It's, oh my God. Is... Will! Will. Hey. Will! Can I say your last wow. name? 
Uh, sure, if you want. If you can pronounce it. Will Tomzak. <laughs> right? Tom no, that's wrong. Tomzak. <laughs> there you go. Tom <laughs> yeah. Bet you fired. I only read it. I don't think I ever say it. Try spelling it. Yeah. T. T. O-M-C-Z-A-K. Yeah, That's correct. Yeah. Spelled on the board in front of your face. Oh, well, I didn't look at that. No, so I, no I, I did that on purpose. There, there's more C's and Z's in yeah, there than should be. Yeah, there's an extra C in there, but <laughs> you know, the uh, first C is silent anyways, so the second one can be silent as well. Yep. What do you do, Will? <laughs> uh, I'm a certified Volkswagen technician. Certified? Uh, that yeah. sounds fancy. That's fucking awesome. Is everyone? At least that's serious? what I have to say whenever I make the little videos for the customers. <laughs> <laughs> certified oh, technician, certified. little Tom yeah. Zach. I'm I'm certified. Oh, are you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm certified. Eric, are you? Certified bitch. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Hashtag certified. <laughs> yes, I'm certified. Certified 100 percent that, that bitch. bitch. Yes. <laughs> so um we had a, a very interesting thing that happened in the appointments this morning. People are stupid. Yes, True. they are very, very interesting people out there. And um again, like I said, I love to read through the appointments in the morning, just kind of see what's coming into the shop, just so I have an idea of what's going on. Metiche. And one of the simple oil changes, uh, oil change services that you think that we would have was the first line said um, something to the effect of customer states oil life goes down quickly. Tell them to stop driving so fast. Well, and <laughs> oh. <laughs> just saying <laughs> goes down quickly as compared to what is if the vehicle is sitting in the driveway. So yeah. I, I had made the joke like. Well, just don't drive as much, and right. it, won't, it won't go down as what fast. What does that even mean? It's, it's based off of your driving habits, you dumb bitch. Driving habits, mileage, and time. <laughs> it, there's, there's nothing else. Like it's not like we can reset the software to. Oh, you're Let's right. Slow it, it, it's, this down a little bit. You know what? It was calculated at three times speed. I'm very sorry. This is a known problem. <laughs> no, <laughs> there's, there's nothing for that. You just you're driving the vehicle a whole bunch. Like congratulations. Right. Enjoy your vehicle. Balls to but, the wall. You know, just some of the things that people complain about. Or some of the things that people don't complain about, you know, you'll be on a road test with a customer for some sort of, you know, uh, engine concern or transmission concern or whatever. And meanwhile, the whole car is bouncing and jitting around making squeaks and noises and uh, rattles and like, oh, well, I'm not worried about that. But this this is the main (laughs) problem right here. What do you mean you're not worried about that? It just it, It's been doing that. This is yeah. new. Yeah, right. Exactly. No, well, I'm used to that problem. This is a new problem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this seems a little more concerning. Yeah. So, Jesus. It's just uh it's it's very interesting to 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 see what people, you know, some point to and, 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 and don't. How do you I, I educate? Feel like, I feel like some of that stuff can be like nipped in the bud before they even get there. Like that's Oh, by the writer. Well, yeah, whoever. I mean, I get it. If the appointment taker, she can't do that. She doesn't know anything about that. But, like, some of this stuff should be stopped, like, before the customer even drives all the way to the dealer and gets on the service drive. And the service advisor's like, well, that's actually normal for this. There's no need for, you know, you can take care of that before it gets written up, parked, on the board, to the technician, pulled into the bay, only to re- you know, no, it's a waste of everybody's fucking time. Right. It should be taken care of ahead of time. But well, does the do service know? writer always talk to the person, or are they the yes. customer, or is it just the yes. before they arrive at the dealership? It's not just the person taking the appointment. Wait, what? So, 
when the customer calls the dealership, right. is it just the, the appointment, appointment taker? taker. That's it. Yes. That's so right. it can't be nipped in the bud because your process doesn't address. That's why I said this in this one instance, you know, with our new appointment taker, she obviously doesn't know anything about that, so she can't. But sometimes the advisors do take phone calls or, you know. Right, right. Even if it gets to the service drive, you can stop it right there and you don't have to write up the vehicle and have to get it in the service and have to have it. You know, you can avoid all that. But what do I know? I'm just a lowly technician. What do I know? I'm just a warranty administrator. Yeah, you are. We You're don't a warranty have a... wizard. Here. I am a wizard with two Z's. You're a wizard, Harry. I feel, you know, a lot of rich people have that kind of, you know, mentality that everything is wrong. It is It is interesting how the rich, you know, um, sort of stample, stampede, stampede. You can do it. Stampode. Stampedal. Okay. Stampedal. Oh, someone didn't have their phone on Sorry. silent. Stomp. I sent the text though, so. Oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, so Rich Slob, uh, Allie, is that you? Who's that's actually Will's story? Oh on my the goodness, board. Will, Will. story. We want to hear your story. Oh, so I shouldn't have sent that to Will. Um, so I first want to start off with if you're bringing your car to the dealership, like it doesn't have to be spotless, but just like. Have some consideration. Have con- some, yeah, exactly, some consideration. Don't leave your fucking bottle of chew <laughs> in the cup holder. Oh, this is way worse. Alaire. This is way worse. It wasn't my um, bottle. It, it was, was just associated very distantly with me. He's coming back, by the way. Uh, so, um... He's in ever since, yeah. Sorry, well... No, it's okay. Sorry, I keep interrupting. He's in ever since, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have so to address that. We'll at that. the moment anyways. Oh, my God. <laughs> So remind um, us to circle back to the ever since your customer that Allie knows. Yes. Wait, the customer that Allie knows? Yes. The ever since yeah. Ever, oh. yeah. Customer that Allie knows. So um so yeah, just be considerate of that because like we have to be inside your car and we had this one car come in that was so disgusting <sighs> that I, I wore a mask and I've had to put gloves on because there was... That's so gross. There was not only a cup in the center console filled with cigarette butts. But <gasps> open cup? Was open. An open cup. Open cup. Was, was, not a water bottle. Not a water bottle. It, there was a little bit of water that had mold in it. That's disgusting. With, with cigarette butts in there. There was cigarette butts all over the uh, center console. Everywhere. The rear seat completely completely filled with just junk and trash passenger seat completely filled and it was like was this a beetle no it wasn't which i, I get why you say that this was a jetta the 1.8 oh, jetta okay you know and it's still uh, a chick's car yeah, I mean, I have a GLI and that's a GLI. So <laughs> that's why it's a but it's a fancy Jetta. Oh, see? It, is, it is a fancy Jetta. That was a direct dig. It was. I had a lot of friends with Jettas. Put they were very away. interesting You've people. You gotta get a Jetta. <laughs> but but that, uh, Jetta. I'm gonna jet out of here. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Hold on, Jesus. But this <laughs> this this car was so bad. Uh, God. It, like, Sprayable what, thing with Okay, Lysol. so just to give you an idea, when the guy rolled up in the drive, he was smoking a cigarette 
with all the windows up inside the car. Wonderful. And he, he hotboxed, like you could see, he opened the door and just plumes of smoke, cigarette smoke, smoke comes out of the car, right? He's going to die. Can't even soon. get a and, contact and time that from that. Get, with that cigarettes? Even, yeah. And that really doesn't bother me because I used to smoke a lot. Right. And we used to be smoking buddies. But yeah. Why don't you crack your window? Why do you have to leave it enclosed yeah. in the car like that? I, I don't get it. I smoke regularly and I smoke in my vehicles, but my windows are cracked open so uh, that the smoke immediately goes right out. I, I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, we all have our routines when, whenever I used to smoke, like, you know, crack the windows a little bit, put the floor blower on you know yeah. the air comes out that pushes it out you know, you know, I pop I the sunroof you know? up you know but um, if i crack the series of windows just right it makes it yeah, it's perfect <laughs> yeah. like you know you blow the smoke out you can see the smoke go right out the window it's easy but uh anyways um i pull the car in and like maybe two hours later i start feeling a little itchy oh, gross. in my throat and I'm like, oh, no, 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 You're no. like, oh, hell no. So, like, I'm like, what's going on? So, the next day, I show up to work, and it's way worse. Oh, shit. I end up, I call out for two days because I was so, like, I was yeah, just, you're like, worried about I, it. I was, like, bedridden. I went and got a COVID test and all that stuff. And I, it was all negative. Wait, you were just so, itchy or there was, like, something else no, going no, on as well? I got a full-on, like, I lost my voice. Oh, like, fuck. That's I, bad. I barely could get out of bed. Like, it was bad. And so, um, one of my coworkers, Ricky, we love him. Is, yes. We, I lost my train of thought there for a second. <laughs> so, he got sick. So I, I got sick and he, Ricky does these little things on Instagram where, you know, like another car that's super dirty kind of thing. He always does his little real things. So while I was gone out sick, he did his little video. He ended up getting sick so that gives us the fact that we got sick from the same car oh Oh my my god God. wow and it's a petri dish that's disgusting it was it was disgusting call the cdc and this is this is the kicker he's a millionaire the guy that owns the car really he's actually a movie star i i looked him up it's it's true and i didn't believe my service writer when he told me so I looked like up, a B-list or up, C-list movie star. Uh, no, like, well, probably now. <laughs> he, 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 he was he was really big uh, back in the day. He did Uh-oh. he did movies with like I'm not going to name him specifically, but he did movies with like Jackie Chan and stuff. Did martial art movies and all that uh, kind of stuff. Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> no, no. Um, but he li- he lives right up here uh, in the mountains here. Oh, really? But uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't believe my service writer, so I looked up the address on the RO, and it's fourteen million dollar home that he. Oh my god! And this car, and he'd even do the repairs that I suggested. Looks like, like he lives in that's, squalor. That's why he has fourteen million dollars. Yeah, home yeah, because exactly. he's cheap as fuck. Hold on. Hashtag Celebel. <laughs> Hashtag Celebel. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um, Come on, dude. Yeah, like, but like the car, it's not. It's really not safe to drive on the on the streets. Like the subframe's completely broke, broken <gasps> on it. Really? Um, what happened? The, Did he hit something? Or well, like I guess he has a ranch up there, and oh, I'm not sure okay. if he so, yeah, like he bottomed out somewhere. But the whole front end was just completely torn up. He just did the very basic bare minimum, like bare aesthetic minimum to repairs. Get yeah. Well, no, no aesthetic. Uh, just um. Just stuff to make it to where he passes smog. He's like, that's all I want. I just, 
So any of the safety things, anything like that, no, he doesn't want to deal with that. He just oh. wants to get it to where it passes. Wow. Because it was a check engine light. Because when he hit the front, yeah, it ripped the the, uh, <laughs> the grill shutter off the front, ripped the temperature, uh, like ambient air temperature out, yeah. Right. Yeah. severed the lines, like the... The course report came back and just completely cut off the line. So then I had to go. Wow, on high this wire thing was beat to shit. And like look up. Please tell me you took pictures of this. I do have some pictures. Oh, oh, yes, you can send, send, send them over to us. We'll post them on the, we on the okay. yes, podcast definitely. page. Okay. I'm sure there was something we were supposed to post last week. Yeah. Did we post it? I don't know. There's something every week we're supposed to post. No. Um, I'm gonna put it on the notes. Have you ever turned away a customer's vehicle because it was so disgusting? I'm sure we ha- haven't. I I personally I'm haven't, but this well. one this one was very very close. I I wanted to, yeah. but it's just like one of those things. It's like I just got to do my job, kind of thing. Yeah, you, but you know, if you can't do it, safely, that look money. what happened. I know. Uh, I got I got sick. I lost two days of pay. Do you regret not turning it away now? I do. Oh my god! Especially since after that, then he decided to do other things with his car. Um, what? Like what? Please no, elaborate. So, so I got a little bit carried away with the first part of the story because those repairs that we did, he initially said no to. Okay. He's like, I don't, I don't want to do the repairs. So we pushed it out. It stayed there for literally a month. You pushed it out. Well, you had to push it out. No. Well, I, when I say that, I mean, okay, you got it out. Yeah. Yeah. Parked it. Okay. Um. Uh. But he literally left it there for a month and a half. It was just sitting what? there. And well, then I'm all sure of all sudden, well, he's, he's driving his silver arrow around. Yeah. You know, he doesn't care. <laughs> and then he ends up calling back. He's like, oh, well, I want to do the bare minimum to where I can get it smogged. Because originally he was just like, I don't want to do any repairs. I'll just drive it on the, the oh, ranch. How old is this damn Jetta? Uh, not, it's like a 2013, 14. What? Uh, 13. Yeah. So it, this would have been the first year he had to smog it. That's why. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So... <sighs> God, people are stupid. Yeah, I do regret not rejecting that job, but oh, I'm sorry you got sick from that. That's gross. So, so speaking of rejecting jobs, I don't know if you have to deal with this will so much in your um, at your dealership, but when in Ford Motor Company, we have something that's quote unquote called purposeful obsolescence. That's a thing everywhere. I feel like. Thank God. Yeah. Can you explain that to me? Cause yeah. I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> are you are you are you Greek. having sarcasm right now with no, me? Or no, no, neither no. one of us. Oh, I have no it's idea. Like, it's kind about. of a known thing. It's like with iPhones too. We've like, so never heard that they term purposefully before. make something obsolete so they can sell you more of the thing. So round about ten years after a vehicle goes out of production, they stop making parts for that vehicle. So guess what? You can't fix it. And, but might I send you over to the service department or the sales department right over here and you mm-hmm. could buy a brand new Ford vehicle. So we had a customer today that called in about his 2001 F-150 uh, 5.4 liter 4x4 7700 series. And it's one of only four 500 trucks made. And, you know, he's having transmission problems and he wants to know how much it is to rebuild the transmission. I said, well... I mean, it kind of depends what's wrong with the transmission. I can't give you. Well, I don't know. I don't understand why you just can't give me a quote to rebuild it. Well, I mean, what do you want me to replace? Well, whatever's broken in it. How do I know it's broken in it until I tear it all apart? Well, I I think you would have done this before. Yeah, I have. But it's kind of a case-to-case basis when you're talking about rebuilding a transmission. Well, it doesn't just all come in a box of parts. Sir, there's like 800 parts in this transmission. What what do you want me to replace? So we're going roundabout on this phone call. And I said, listen, this is a very old vehicle. He's like... 
He's like, yeah, I've got 425,000 miles on this vehicle. I said, well, so first of all, if you're talking about a 425,000 mile transmission, I recommend replacing the transmission versus overhauling it just because it's a better warranty for you. Well, no, 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 no. I had the transmission replaced before. Oh, okay. Yeah. At about 60,000 miles, the transmission went out and I had it replaced. So you're telling me that the, that transmission is still over 300,000 miles on it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so we're still at the same the same point <laughs> same of conversation where Jesus we're not Christ. rebuilding this transmission. I can I would be more than happy to get you a quote for this thing. And you know he just wants to go on and on about this, that, and the other. And I'm you know I'm, I'm meanwhile I'm taking up the phone from the um, receptionist. So, sir, let me I have all your information. Let me give you a call back in a little bit after I do some you know homework, and I'll get you a quote to to replace this transmission for you. Go to the parts department and start looking up the parts. Obsolete. Obsolete. Well, just for you know, just for shits and giggles, uh, let's go through the the internals and like see what I can get. You know, just I, I know I'm going to need this and Maybe I'm going to need that. Can, I know I'm going to yeah. need this. Obsolete. 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 So I go to go call the guy back and I said, um, "Sir, I'm I'm sorry, but unfortunately the transmission is obsolete and all, almost all of the internal parts are obsolete. So there's really nothing I can do for you at the dealership level." Well, how, you know, and I said, you know, at that point, you know, you're probably better off going to an independent shop to to have it done. Well, how's an independent shop going to help me out if the parts are obsolete. I said, well, the independent shop doesn't use Ford parts. Well, why right. can't, why can't you do that? Well, sir, I, I can't warranty, <laughs> I can't warranty your, you know, 300 something thousand mile transmission with aftermarket parts from whatever, like we don't do that. Oh, that, that makes sense. You know, I, I told him like, we don't do that at the dealership level. you more than, and I gave him some local trans shop names. I said, these guys are great. Tell See, them that I sent great. you, you know, like but you unfortunately I can't, I can't do anything for you here. And it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard to tell people like, I'm sorry, but I can't work on this vehicle because either a it's disgusting or B I just can't get parts for it. And people don't understand. Well, what do you mean you can't get parts for it? I thought this was a Ford dealership. And they like look up at the sign, like with like purpose in their eyes, like trying to like let you know, I thought this was a Ford dealership. And I'm sorry, they just don't make these parts anymore. There are none of these parts anymore. I I don't know what to tell you. It's an authorized Ford dealership, which means you have to put manufacturer parts, original parts. People will come and be like, I need need a taillight for a 2006 F-150. Okay, well, it'll be here in about two days. What do, you, what do you mean? You don't have it in stock? No, sir. It's 2022. We don't stock an 06 left taillight for an F-150. I'm sorry. Like, I don't, we don't stock that. Jesus. You know, just people People think, like, we have a giant warehouse in this small parts department. I just, I don't know. Well, they don't know. They don't, you know, they're not at the dealership level. They don't understand how that works, that stuff works. I mean, but you, you would have to think, like, people wouldn't. People know there's, like, a million parts for, like, each individual car. And, like, we can't stock every part for every single thing, let but alone they 10 years back. Because they're only thinking about their car. Mm-hmm. They don't understand how that works. I guess. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm biased just because I've always well, been in this industry. It yeah. Just, this is the way I think about it. Think about your grandma Joan. You know, she doesn't know any better. She's just driving her car every day. She doesn't give a fuck about what the other people are doing or thinking or how many models there are of the Ford vehicles so, or how yeah. big your parts department is. They don't know that stuff. Yeah. So speaking of not knowing any better. Can, I, can, oh. can I jump in? She jake Please do. We, she jake well, too. I thought Getting we were going to change topics and I have like a semi-related topic Good, to this. Please, please. Because we had a vehicle in recently in Malsta. It was like a 2000 or like later 2000s vehicle. 
and it was in for a piece of warranty. So it was a, an emissions related, related item. It, it goes to 150,000 miles or 15 years. Right. And is that the whole diesel gate bullshit? No, it's no. not because this is a Mazda vehicle and not oh, a Volkswagen right, right, right. vehicle. So, um, parts weren't available for it anymore. They are obsolete. Yeah. Even though it's technically covered. So we had to put. Well, so the part is available, but there, but it's not available because there's no ETA. Right. It's, it's like on it, it might it's be on, it's available someday, but right now it's not available. We call that being on back order. Exactly. Well, but okay. Fine. Special order part. See you later. Yeah. But like, who knows if it's ever going to come in? Like we called on it. They're like, yeah, I don't even know if they're going to make another production of this part. It was like super wishy-washy. So you had to put a locally procured parts in yeah. the vehicle, which we don't get to make any money on. You as cannot, far as markup on parts? You can't mark it up. Why? Because it's not a Mazda part. You get so. money on labor. But because that's Mazda's warranty policy, any sublet work, any um, anything that comes from outside of Mazda, you cannot mark it up. Wow. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't There's think that we're like that. that no, has, we're not. They mark it at yeah. wherever. It doesn't matter if they got it from you know the auto parts st- store down the street. Now, or, if it was customer <coughs> paid, we could oh, mark oh, it up. Oh. Of course. No, I understand. You're speaking strictly warranty work. Correct. I get that, but. Well, weren't you or not, I know that they mark it up for us, even if it is aftermarket. So we even had some Mazda recalls that had um, special adhesives in it, and we had to get them locally, and I had to scan the receipt for every single one we, we to have, show that that's how much we paid it for it, and that's how much Mazda's going to pay us. Ford doesn't get like that, but we do have things in some of our bulletins that come out that say, you know, locally obtained material or... You know, but I wonder if Sam chemical, whatever. for the goddamn. I wonder if Sam has to show any insulators. documentation for that. No, she doesn't. You're not, sure? Yeah, yes. not not typically. And you know, they they they'll say like you know, oh, if it's a you know, um, <clears throat> they'll say uh, you know, you you need one tube of grease to do this repair. Mm-hmm. But it didn't take the entire tube of it's grease to do this repair. So, you know, whatever. bill it out at 20 cents per repair order or whatever. It'll mm-hmm. say that, you know, sort yeah. of information in there. Volkswagen so. does that. But not always, though. So, you know, they make us, they we have to bill out for any job that requires silicone. We have to get a new tube of silicone for every single job. Because you're supposed to use the to. entire tube of silicone no matter how, how big the... This is <laughs> not an issue for us. That is, it that was. is not yes. the case. No, what it is is that they... And you have to, obviously it's warranty, so you have to turn that tube back in. But the reason for that is... is Which you do every single time, Eric, right? Thanks, Jake. I appreciate it. So you have to really turn, you have to turn that tube back in. Sorry, babes. Every single time. I love you, Jake. Uh, because if that vehicle comes back with a leak of any kind and Ford recalls those parts, they want to make sure that you didn't use an expired tube of silicone for that. So that's why they make you charge out a tube every single time and you have that's, to turn it back in every single time. That's what Volkswagen should do because do you know mm-hmm. so that tube that reseals yep. the what, green stuff? What, what is it for? The gray stuff? The green stuff. Yes. Yeah. It's um it's to reseal the um the cam cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a, like a gasket like, maker thing. Uh, yeah, but anaerobic, it's, it's uh, a, anaerobic sandwich. Yeah, anaerobic. I'm not sure if you guys have it, but the the 
the sealer that we use, it never dries. Mm -hmm. So as you clamp it's it down, it's a flash sealant. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, right. And, but they they give us a whole like tube of it. It's like yeah. you know, yay big, big old honking tube. And it's like we use. Maybe, it's a hundred and thirty-nine dollars yeah, for that tube. You have to squeeze. Yeah. And so you have to turn that back in. No, we don't. We, oh, we don't okay. have to turn it back in, but we don't. That's good. Yeah, well, we'll let, you get uh, one with every repair. We'll so let Allie exp up. explain <laughs> so where, where the frustration is. Do you know how much of that tube you are warranty warranty allowed to use? Like one fifth or something like yes, that. Yes, one fifth of the tube. Better make it count. So every time we do one of those repairs, mm -hmm. I write off $98. Jeez. Yep. Holy fucking shit. Yep. And How does that make sense? I've ran it up the How tree. Nobody gets the fuck. The gold That's flakes inside that stupid. green ceiling material. It's not even that. I've it's tried amazing. to get to get to Ron and our parts uh, manager oh, no and Ron. say, no, we still have Ron. Pat's yeah. on the Mazda side. Pat, sorry. Yeah, and Alex is the new Pat now. So Alex does both of those jobs. Anyways, hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. Um, That... Okay, so I've tried with Ron to have you guys turn it in, and he's like, it's not going to happen. Like, I understand how your brain is working for mm -hmm. it, because that's what warranty wants, so that's what I'm trying to save right. the dealership from eating $100. But we just don't do it enough Jeez. that we can rely that that tube will not dry out and then have... That's what we should do. We should tell all of the Volkswagen technicians and all of the warranty administrators to tell them to only use use a quarter of the or a fifth of the tube and then when all of that shit comes back because it failed they should have to pay us for that and it'll cause enough complaints that they'll fix their fucking shit so <laughs> do you hear me do you hear me people out there Volkswagen the warranty yeah. administrators Volkswagen technicians make it happen yep so wow. you get you heard it here. Absolutely and that's nothing. when the podcast ended because we got sued by Volkswagen. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you need to cool down a little bit there. It's been a continual thing. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. You oh, really need to cool down. Yeah, bitch. we do. I, that's not my topic, so I don't know what that means. So are we talking about, which one are we talking about? The cool, cool down, down oh, period. Cool down. Oh, yeah, that's, oh not that's me. That's so me. you were yeah, looking at me cool. like I didn't take the hint. <laughs> I was just, well, you didn't take the hint because well, you were reading the board. Well, he was pissed off Vic. He should have picked up so, so I get called up to the service drive to go for a road test with a customer, and they're complaining. They've got a, a new Explorer, and they're complaining about um, harsh shifting. <clears throat> so I get up and I start talking to the customer and um, he's telling me that he just bought the vehicle and he thinks that it's having transmission problems. I said, well, like, you know, this is like a 20 Explorer. What do you mean you just bought it? He's like, oh, I bought, it, I bought it used. Oh, and, he bought it used. Yeah, okay. and I bought it used and, you know, I have the 48 hour, you know, cool down period. So Excuse I'm just like, me? stop, stop, stop. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Goodbye. So, Wait. So... <clears throat> I'm telling you a story. He paid the $500 for the cool down contract. I so didn't even know that was a thing. It's not a thing. Oh. It's a thing. It is a thing. <laughs> At some because places, I've been maybe. Offered, no, including ours. Oh. You have the option when you buy a new or used car and you sign a contract with the dealership, you have the option to purchase a cool down contract on top of your contract, which gives you X amount of days to have the vehicle. It's another $500 or $800, whatever it is. That if you decide that you don't want that vehicle, 
they can they will take the vehicle back and give you all your money back or the bank or whatever you won't be upside down or anything they take it back and that's it so uh anyway. there are stipulations though right like you can't go over too many miles and like I don't. I've never read like that. You can't take it. it. You can't take it and put like five thousand miles on the car and bring it back I would like four days later. So, but so so I, I go out for the road test with this customer, and he's talking to me this whole time about how it's got these shifting issues, and meanwhile the thing's driving great as they typically do. Right? Did he have it in sport mode the whole time? Does not <laughs> know what that is? Like <laughs> so. So I'm talking with the customer and he's telling me that, you know, his wife mainly drives it and his wife is freaked out about the vehicle because a couple times it did these weird things and he's just kind of nervous because it's only so got why 14 is he there. It's it's only got 14,000 miles on it. It's already had a couple owners and he just kind of wonders why all the people got out of it and he keeps telling me, you know, and it's okay because, you know, uh, California state law, you know, I got 48 hours turning back in the dealership and I'm like, "Well, uh, you know, I'm here we go." Steering away from that. And then he's telling me that, you know, yeah, I took it to a trans shop down the street and the guy told why? me that there's nothing it's wrong with warranty. it. So I so I asked him like, "What do you what do you mean you took it to a trans shop? Like like was it at a dealership?" No, 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 I, you know, I uh, it's some independent shops that way he's not biased or anything. And he hooked it up and he did all this stuff and he said there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, just kind of like you're telling me right now. I said, Okay, so why are you here? Okay, so why are you here? Well, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I, California State Law says I have 48 hours. Oh, California Jesus State Law says I have 48 hours to, I said, first of all, sir, I don't know what dealership that you're at that allows that because that's not the case. California State Law is that there is no cool down period. Oh, really? I just, I, I Googled it and that's what I, everything that I read about. <laughs> let me let me explain to you how google works <laughs> it's not what you want so he was completely misled about the entire situation and lo and behold the vehicle actually worked properly so in the i probably drove with him for almost 10 miles and you know in that period of time of driving 15 20 minutes i should have experienced something as what he was ex describing to me so you know you just have to tell the customer hey listen i know you think that you maybe bought a lemon there's nothing wrong with this vehicle. Please enjoy this vehicle. You've had two people already tell you that there's nothing wrong with the car. Go out and drive the car. If a check engine light comes on, a wrench light comes on, or the thing stops shifting to seventh gear or whatever, come back and see me. But otherwise, it's going to be fine. You know, that like th th there will be something. That, yeah, there will be something to let you know that you need to come back to the dealership. And again, we do have some issues with these 10-speed transmissions, but this vehicle did not have any of those issues. They just weren't used to the 10-speed to the transmission. So, um, you know, uh, hmm. yeah. Well, before we go, I think we'll have one more topic. Yeah. That's an interesting Oh, my game. God. This is, uh, this is probably the best even, thing that's happened all week. I mean, I don't even know how to introduce this story, to be honest. Uh -huh. um, oh, I, I'll but, introduce this okay, story then. you go for it. Okay. So, during the week, one of the parts... Um, employees, Ms. Jeremy, mm -hmm. texted me. He's like, I'm oh. going to send you a video. You're welcome. It's a gift. I watched the video. Oh! <laughs> Actually, Eric this? and Mike have also seen the video. Oh, my God. And they don't know the whole context. I do not know the whole context. Of yeah, this video. So does, from someone who has, has not... Fully known the story. Do you guys want to describe the video? I don't know if we can. <laughs> I, I, I'll describe it. There's. Um, well, I'm in the video. Well, it's in the video. <laughs> Where were I you? I can't post it. He you was weren't a... the one. No, no, no. In the act. no that's so Mimsy. Let me. Let, yeah, that's Mimsy. Let me put this nicely because 
they may very well be listeners. They're not. You there don't were, have to be nice. Okay, so there were a couple of idiot he still technicians. Has a flip, so he still has a flip phone. So there were. <laughs> of course, Mimsy has a flip phone. There were Mimsy. a couple of idiot technicians standing around a set of tires. I don't know why the tires were on the floor. There were multiple tires on the floor. Okay. With rims that they we'll were explain. inflating. Okay. They were inflating the tires, and it looked like. He was inflating one of them, and then he moved to the next one. I don't know if he overinflated that tire, but the sidewall all of a sudden decided to explode in the shop, and it, yeah. Anyways, it popped uh, as it soon as he moved. Everyone in yeah, the shop. As soon yeah. as he moved to the next <laughs> wheel. But anyways, go on. Tell us what happened. What so, exactly happened? So, well. So this uh, parts guy, Mimsy, Mimsy, we'll, oh, we'll call him Mimsy. Oh, he wasn't even a technician. No, Jesus he wasn't. Christ. But he's one of those uh, people that still have a job because they're friends of a friend. Mm-hmm. We all know somebody and like that. So they, he's he, he's one of the parts guys, right? <laughs> oh my god! And, Wait, who? He was saying you. Oh, you're oh, a fucking no. bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, but. Uh, they try to find him things to do that he could possibly do. And that he can't fuck up. He can't fuck up, right? He wasn't even a tech. No, no he he's a parts he's employee. He's a parts employee. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. That was so, the first red flag. And so he's they're having him build this bicycle for a display for one of our cars for a roof rack. That's why the pop wasn't so loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... He's first he asked for some tools from me because he had to put the handlebars on and then he's like, Oh, I need to air up the tires. And I'm like, Okay, here you go. But I was like, You wanna be careful. If you see the video, you could actually hear me. <laughs> like you wanna be careful. The bike tires only take like five PSI. You know? <laughs> and so I give it to him, I give him the air chuck, and he goes down there and he's like, uh, I, that- I, I'm like, You gotta turn it on so you can see how much you put in there. And it's it's shop it's air, those, so it's fairly yeah. fairly quick. Yeah. Air 160 psi. Yeah. <laughs> and so he goes. Do bike tires really only hold five psi? Yeah, they're like five or eight psi. Oh, I had like no Like very idea. very low because they're so small. Like it doesn't take. I had no idea. My, my, my mountain well, bike tire is like 22, yeah, 28 you know, psi. There's yeah. a reason why there's a whole pump that it's called a bike pump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as opposed to an industrial size. 160 psi air compressor. So I give it to him and I tell him like, Hey, you know, we only put like five, five or eight PSI in it. I give him the air check. He's like, Oh, I'll just wing it. And he gets down there and he just goes like a few times. You could, you could I like, I was looking at it and I just turn away cause he had just given me some other tools that I loaned him. And I'm putting it away. And all of a sudden I hear, Boom! <laughs> like, we both look like what the hell just happened. Yeah, nothing is fucked here. <laughs> nothing is fucked. Everything was and the only fucked. Thing, the only thing he says is, I didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I didn't that do that. What do you mean it wasn't you? Little did he know. Somebody literally has a video of he you. Has a video of it. Pumping it up. Will telling him, hey, be careful. And Jesus. okay, and in the video you can actually see the air escaping like oh yeah, no. like the, the shock wave of the- like- exactly <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Unfortunately, I can't post that video, but Ugh, oh my yeah. gosh, some it's unfortunate because it's pretty enjoyable. Oh, well, so God. when you sent it to me, or when Jeremy sent it to me, I 
I didn't notice that it was a bike tire. Like I didn't the, either because it's leaning against the It's door. leaning, so the way see, the shot is. It looked like, well, I described everything how it looked mm-hmm. to me from my view. So I thought that, like, a regular tire exploded and that, like... I don't know, like the valve stem or some shit could like pop off of that and kill someone that's walking by. Oh my god! I don't know how it works, <laughs> but that was my concern. See, it, but again, it's like I knew that something was off because of the sound of the pop. It wasn't very loud, mm-hmm. like a t- how a tire should. If a tire popped, yeah, that shit is deafening. Yeah. Yeah, like it will knock you on your ass, literally. And it wasn't that. So I was just like, that was a really small tire. Maybe it was a donut or something. Or... So now we have two liabilities at the dealership. You do. <laughs> you have a, what was it? A technician or something? Uh, four technicians and a liability or That's something right. like that. Yeah. Well, anyways, speaking well, no, definitely not. They're not liabilities. We love our sponsors. No, we love them. We They're do. assets, actually. They are, they are quite the big assets. Travis Ferret from Hit Distributing. Huge Justice Brothers products. <laughs> we also have... Ray Moon from El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore. And uh, Nick Lowridge from Matco Tools. And thank you so much to Dale Follett for all of your IT support. Your Go check him out at Twisted Builds, right? That's it. Norman Glazier at Stovacore underscore Metalworks on Instagram. (laughs) We'll be back right after these short messages. Bye. (laughs) Mike, what are you eating? That looks amazing. Oh, this? It's just a delicious El Snor burrito from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Is that nacho cheese sauce and hot Cheetos? Nacho cheese, hot Cheetos, and their mouth-watering carne asada. And I'm dipping it in their creamy guac. Creamy guac? Oh. Yum! Giggity. I guess this is a great time to remind everyone that if they're ever in the Inland Empire area, visit Ray at El Ranchito Taco Shop. Yeah, totally. Check them out on facebook.com forward slash Ranchito Elsinore. Or on their Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. Now I want me some Elsinore burrito and some of that creamy guac. Giggity. (laughs) I can always give you some of my creamy guac, Jake. Just ask. El Ranchito Taco Shop, Lake Elsinore. More than just great Mexican food. Thank you Hi. to our sponsors. Hi, fuckers. You Hi. missed me in the first half. We missed Jacob. We missed you. Where were you? And that schmexy voice. I was getting rubbed down by a physical therapist. That bitch. Was it a boy or a girl? It was a girl. Was she hot? She was very hot. It wasn't Helga this time? It was not Helga this time. Yay! 
with her titties on your back. To we that, I say cheers. She didn't have any boobs. I want a hot dog real bad. That makes me want a hot dog real bad. So before we lead into anything, I want to start it off with random shenanigans. Take a drink. So, oh, I'm sorry. Drink I must have. You don't want me to do it. Oh, that's good shit. Okay. Hey, Georgie. Stop it. We all float down here, Georgie. Oh, my God. I shouldn't have reacted to that. (laughs) So This is fine. At the physical therapist office, she showed me how to do a pyroformis stretch, which is just knee over. Is that a penis thing? No, it's a muscle. It's sciatic. (laughs) But but it's swing and a miss. But it's one knee up and then the other leg thrown over, and you pull that knee towards the opposite hip. And it just stretches that muscle, that pyroformis stretch. You have to show me that. That's what I call it, too. It's good shit. (laughs) And uh, keep in mind, she's a blonde. She's cute. So paint that picture it's just me and her in the room while she's showing me how to do these stretches and i pull my knee to my chest and i rip a fat fart (laughs) oh my god didn't even feel it coming just happened but that's not that's not the best part because I'm fucking embarrassed. No, that's not that's, the best part. That's not the best part. I and because I'm embarrassed as shit, I, I go, oh, I'm sorry. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think? You could have. Uh, and what happened from that point is after I said, oh, I'm sorry. That was me. The AOL dial tone went through my brain. I paused and my conscience went, the, what the fuck, fuck did you just say? Oh my God. She obviously wasn't professional and good she, point about it. Oh, she laughed. She laughed and I laughed, cried. And, you know, when it was all over and she said, okay, we'll go to the front desk and make your next appointment. I got fine. Come the fuck back here. Yeah. <laughs> and we go get the can of Lysol and uh, air freshener. I can't, I can't be seen here ever again. Oh my God. It was like a Mims. Uh, that wasn't me. I blew up the tire, but that wasn't me. I think the only thing that might have been my saving grace is you still have to wear masks. So. <laughs> it filtered out the steam. Yeah, it either filtered it or it got trapped inside, one or the other. It, it was your good looks and charm, for that sure. Was, it was fucking embarrassing. Just And it wasn't even like stuttering. It was just like, oh, I'm sorry, that was me. <laughs> Like it just was just vomit straight out. Yeah, yeah it's just, your natural reaction. Like, oh shit, sorry. Yeah, sorry, that was me. We're the only oh, two farted. fucking people in here. <laughs> no shit. Oh my god. Well, at least you didn't try to blame it on the other person that wasn't in the room. Yeah, I know. Well, it clearly wasn't me. It must have been you. Oh, you should have blamed it on the dog that wasn't there. Yeah. Now, at least you're funny. in a situation where it's like they they come across that kind yes, of thing fairly often because of. You know, the stretches it's, and the positions that they yep. put you in and stuff like that. Normal bodily now, functions. Mm-hmm. For it, me, on the other hand, back in the day, I uh, used to work for uh, the cable company. Okay. Yeah, the local cable company here. And uh, I was so embarrassed because I had farted in front of a customer. I was like on all fours behind the TV. <laughs> oh, and, and Trying to plug that cable in, exerting yeah. a bunch of guttural strength. <laughs> and she's a, she's a you know, lady, she's sitting on the couch, and I'm behind the TV, and I'm trying to do, like, do my work. And it was one of those where you let one go, just like we used, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't see it coming. <laughs> and then it happened, 
And then I clenched up, and it was just like a bunch of little. <laughs> <laughs> trying to stop it from so, happening. I'm so embarrassed. It's I'm like, so embarrassed. You're laughing, trying not to. And it's more coming. It's when you grab yeah. a balloon knot and it goes. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm literally so embarrassed of the whole situation. I don't say a fucking word. Like I'm I just so stay sorry. behind the, the uh, TV. If it is my work, as long as possible. And I get out, and this is this is the kicker. Two days later, my. Uh, my supervisor pulls me inside. She called oh. to complain oh that I farted in her house. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry, she doesn't fart in her house. Yeah, I guess not. You know, it's one of those things. It's like that. You should have brought some nog chapa with you. In. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's uh, incense sticks. Hippie oh, incense. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nog chapa. It's but yeah, it's an you incense You were definitely flavor. in a better situation than I was. Yeah, still um, super embarrassing. You had scared farts. Like yeah, they... no, it was terrifying. <laughs> sorry, ma'am, that was your router booting up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, That's it's got this it odd odor about it. <laughs> yes, uh, first Bur- time burn off. Electrical yeah. fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so before we move on, what did I miss, guys? What did you talk about? <laughs> You'll have to listen to the podcast. Yeah, my fucking God. Oil life going down quickly, rich slob, cool down period, and Mimsy. Yeah. You know You're Mimsy. I pretty much Mimsy. covered it. <laughs> you pretty much covered it. Jesus. Uh, I'll fill you in. <laughs> Fair enough. Indeed. Uh, I missed you guys, though. We missed you, too. We missed you, too. Did you do the live? No. no oh, you didn't do the live either. this. Okay. No. We um, were chatting with Will, catching up. Nice. And... But you did manage to give us the camera, and Allie yes. was able to hook that up very I did the camera, you guys. Well. Did the camera thing. Hopefully it works. It seems like it's working. It, uh, <laughs> okay, I, I can see us. Are we recording? Clear. Yes. I've, oh, that's not my oh fault. Oh my god! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god, you got me. <laughs> it's very believable. Do you notice how I took the dog toy and put, threw it over there? Your dog owns me, is what I'm pretty sure she believes. Oh yeah, she owns all of you guys. She's putting her butt on me. That's not butt. It, mm, that's front that's butt. Pretty close. <laughs> close enough. All right. Um, so, uh, automotive podcast <laughs> and and Others. you want to know what really grinds my gears? What lack Michael? of lubrication? Oh, yes. That's well, fair. Yeah, that was grind any gears. Grind it right down. So, so we've kind of touched on friend. some of this stuff before, but when a customer comes in and they want to talk to the technician, or you're on a road test with the customer and they start trying to speak your language. Jack talk tech. Jack yeah. talk tech very well. Yeah. So so my <laughs> favorite you you is I, I went uh, I went on a road test with a customer and the customer believes that they're having a transmission problem. And there's actually nothing wrong with this vehicle. It's what the customer, synchros. Well yeah. <laughs> what the customer is experiencing is totally normal operation for this brand new vehicle that they own. However, you know, his father used to own a, um, a a car lot back in the day, and all he did was flip cars. And so he had this experience of breaking down with vehicles. And he says, well, you know, his, his Astro van had a map sensor. And when it started acting up like this, the map sensor was bad. And but, you know, this new vehicle it probably doesn't even have a map sensor anymore. So, that you know, he thinks it's something in the transmission. It's either something with the torque converter oh, or, or one of the bands inside the transmission. I said, I'm first of all, frustrated just hearing you talk. Yeah. This is this is legitimately the way the conversation happened inside the vehicle during the road test and i said first of all sir this vehicle 
absolutely has a map sensor. Second of all, this you know what that is manifold absolute, absolute pressure. pressure sensor. Mm-hmm. I knew that mass airflow sensor. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's it's a, a map. That's a map yeah. sensor. Yeah. Manifold absolute pressure sensor detects the pressure or lack thereof in case of a vacuum inside of the intake manifold. Um, Koa. She's fine. Don't keep going. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. Um, we, <clears throat> we're going on the road test and he tries to tell me exactly what's you know happening with the vehicle. And he tries to tell me, well, it's got to be something with the, the torque converter or one of the bands or something like that. I don't I think said, my flux capacitor is working at optimum speed. I said, the first phasers of all, were not set to stun. It, first of all, this we don't have any bands in any of our modern transmissions. That's not a thing anymore. There's no adjustments for that anymore. He asked me about adjusting the throttle linkage. I said... <laughs> <laughs> it's all electronic. There's no throttle linkage. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. Oh, okay. Well, I, you know, I just want to make sure that everything's okay. Cause you know, I, I just don't want to get strained on the side of the road. I said, sir, I've driven this vehicle about 11 miles with you, you know, on the freeway and around sur- surface streets. Like I, everything feels absolutely fine. I don't think that there's anything wrong with the vehicle. And it just really irks me when somebody comes through with like, you know, they know three, <coughs> three words, of uh, car components and they try to use all those three words in a sentence with you to let you know that they know what they're talking about and they don't want to get you I know, try to messed do that around. With Will all I the know time. I know what's happening. I know what's going on here and you know, no matter what, they don't know what's going on and it just frustrates you more with, you know, you trying to let me know that you know what's going on, even though you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And actually, Eric, you had a similar situation with somebody on the forums. I did. Yeah. Do you remember that thing that you just texted me? It was yesterday, this morning, about how they... Oh, my God. Yes. I have a Thank customer. Thank you. Uh, hashtag South the Bell. <laughs> I have a customer who... He's got a GT350. And it's a beautiful car. Low mileage. But he had a chronic transmission leak. Um, chronic. And, yeah. Chronic. 2001. It, the chronic. 420. <laughs> It had been tried to be repaired multiple times while it was still under warranty, and the techs just kept shotgunning parts of it, parts at it from the... Not at our dealership. No. Not at our dealership. dealership. They were shotgunning parts at it, hoping to fix the transit. Yeah. Man, nothing is fucked here. Fucking go! (laughs) And and Mikey and I actually figured it out together. Um, It ended up being a really small seal. Well, Eric, I asked Eric to look at my shaft. I did look at your shaft. It was a little crooked. It was a little crooked. It, I, it, had, it had a curve upwards. Yaw, yaw to the to the left, right, or I guess you would call that northeast, maybe? It, it curved to the north, north direction. Yeah. Anyway, so it was causing the transmission fluid to leak. Long story short, <laughs> we replaced the transmission for him. <laughs> but he he randomly runs into issues with this. And I've, I, and I've he's done it before. He'll send me... Well, I and he does exactly what that customer did. What that customer? Did. Well, I think it might be this. So he said after he picked it up, it started misfiring on this cylinder and this cylinder, and it's running really rich on this bank. So I think it's sucking in air from before the intake, and uh, which completely contradicts itself. Sucking in air from before the intake. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Isn't that yeah. what it's supposed to? Do? Anyways. Um, <laughs> We'll just gloss over that one. Yeah, right. I didn't even respond. I didn't respond because I was on vacation. I'm just rolling my eyes. And so then he says, it might be a cracked intake manifold. And I'm like, first of all, how did you come up with that conclusion? And secondly, please don't tell me you're on the forums. And he responds like, 
I was on the forums. LOL. (laughs) Let me tell you something. I said, whenever you mention the forums, Google, YouTube, the internet, anything like that, when you're talking about your vehicle and what you found out online, you're mechanic or technician is automatically laughing on you from the at you from the inside or they're you know tuning you out or tuning you out exactly thank you and and i'm telling you this because you're a friend <laughs> and i want you to stop doing that he ended up just like he i didn't even tell you he came back at me because i didn't respond to that one either uh after he responded back a few days later and he goes what about a crankshaft relearn Again on the forums, and I just I'm like, stop. So, so crankshaft positions. The, the the biggest thing is like I appreciate people trying to do their education and their research I don't, and all but, that kind of stuff. But go for to a reliable. Source. But you're you've brought Name it. Me you've one, brought it to me. Name me one famous <clears throat> scientist that comes out and says, ah, it's this unless they know Louis Pasteur. What? what? Oh, um. Your dog just imploded. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, it, you know, it, it's all good and well that they are trying to learn and trying to educate themselves and trying to research their vehicles and things like that. But there's a lot of misinformation on the Internet. Um, it, what? As, there is? <laughs> wow, that was a very broad statement. Meant to be. There's a lot of misinformation on the Internet about a bunch of things. Wikipedia is really good, bro. So, you know. It kind of is. What Eric was wow. touching on, though, is that when you come to me and you tell me, well, I found that it's, you know, I, I looked online and it's either this, this, or this. It, immediately, I don't care. If, yeah. if you're trying to take my, if you're trying to take my job away from me and telling me what parts to replace, what what is the point? Take it t- down the street to some other shop. Like, let me do my <laughs> job and, and, and figure out what's going on with this vehicle and like, learn something for myself or practice my trade and skill, you know, like, well, and that's how don't, a conversation don't come too. to me with, with this information. I don't care. I don't care what Joe Schmo says on some forum. He's not me. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you want me to replace those parts. I'll replace those parts for you. No problem. If it, if it fixes the vehicle, great. If not, well, you'll come back. That's exactly how the conversation went though, because he was like, Hey, can I bring in my car today for you to do the crate shaft relearn procedure? I said, I would, ra- and then can I wait for it? I said, I would rather you drop it off so that we can properly diagnose the vehicle and go from there. I said, because it may be that or it may be something else. I don't know. <clears throat> and he had, of course, ended up dropping off the vehicle so we could properly diagnose Did you it. end up having time to look at it? I did. What, I did. Do you know what happened? With no, it? I didn't. It had the codes in there for the misfires <clears throat> and cylinders one and eight as it's well. It's going to need a relearn. You know that, right? Hashtag 6006. <laughs> So I, it had the misfires for cylinders one and eight, and it had the random misfire code, and I think it had a, it did have a lean condition as well. Um, but mind you, oh, it's getting too much air from in front of the intake. From in front of the intake, right? It's, it's just thunking too much, bud. Mind <laughs> you, the damn thing straight piped for one and two. He had a tuner in it. Um, so that's not warranty. Yeah, I didn't hear that. He's already no. out of warranty. He's out of warranty. The thing has no didn't warranty hear a damn at all. Thing. So. Um, I actually ended up clearing the cam, which is the keep alive memory, memory that, stores the air, that stores the air and fuel ratios. Mm-hmm. And I ended that. up, and I also performed the misfire profile relearn procedure. Misfire profile, neutral profile, correction. neutral profile, correction, correction. relearn, yes. correction. So that's like a and, NMP. <laughs> and some acronym might. Yeah. And I, and, and I drove it and it was fine. 
And I shipped it to him. Oh, and I replaced his coolant bottle because it was disintegrating under my fingernails. Mm. Only to find out his water pump is leaking too. Cool beans. I didn't do it. Well, he's like, how did you not notice that last time that I brought it to you? But then he prefaced, or he, he, after he sent that message, he said, oh, and I'm totally baked right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Everything you said is negated right. by your stony baloney attitude. I thought I recognized an odd smell in that car. <laughs> you know, and, and that's fine. You know, you do you. I don't partake, but that's fine. Yeah, me neither. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Fighting Do you the feel factory. the same way, Will, about the forums and all of that stuff? The people who say... Um, does... I mean, yes, I do, but, like, there's so much misinformation out there. If you're intelligent enough mm-hmm. to know what to really pay attention to and what not to, it's definitely helpful. And you saw I have a YouTube certified patch. Yeah. <laughs> I, nice. I love, love it. Yeah. Before I had any of my formal training training with Volkswagen, uh, that was my go-to. Go to YouTube. That's how I learned how to do most of Hey, stuff. I still YouTube, use YouTube mm-hmm. once in a while. <laughs> you know it what? can be helpful. You know what I tell people sometimes? The Remember that uh, um, the guy that uh, refurbishes the wheels on the lot? Mm-hmm. He asked me how to jumpstart a Tesla. Excuse me? So, so I have no idea. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got no idea. Google, I, I, have, I have no idea, dude. Do you want like to see jump? that video? <laughs> he wants to jump start. Yes. Tesla, that's what he, that's what they asked for. The, the, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I was going to tell him, you know, just get, find a hill. Yeah. Put it in first gear, <laughs> and then roll it down the hill. Pop, pop a clutch, clutch, and yeah. yeah then second gear. Go. What do you, you second gear first? Ah, I'll use first. Oh, what the hell? Where's your sense of adventure, Eric? No, <laughs> launch myself in the steering wheel. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Anyways, uh, let's go to the update because I think I want to save my topic for. for later date because I want to get to comebacks as well. What update? There's no update on there. Yeah, there oh, you have to read all of the words. It is the very last word in that sentence. Yeah. Well, there's only four things in there. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> uh, we have... Why are we talking about this? That's not really... like Who the fuck cares about that? I think it's pretty interesting. I, no. Okay, Eric. What? Go for it. Your topic. Let's let's hear, let's hear what you have to say. Fighting the factory. I like that. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to talk about combat. No, she wanted to save it. Yeah. Comebacks. Yeah. Yeah. Come on her back. That's that's. We're what... talking about Kim Kardashian. <laughs> oh my god. We've, we've, we've got a good. We've, we've got a solid ten minutes left at least to talk that's about right. comebacks. I think. So I let's, think that's let's a good that, solid. Please. Yeah, topic. that's a good one. Mikey so, likes talking a, about the red sheets. It's a very sensitive subject. You can you can hear from Eric's tone oh, about no, the red I, sheets. It's not me. I, okay. I, I it's funny. Do you know what he means when he says red sheets? I have no idea. Okay. There's there's an importance Mikey, to it. Tell him, Mikey. Okay. So at our dealership, <laughs> if you have a comeback or a recheck within a certain period of time or mileage, there is a piece of paper that is stapled on the end of it. It's a um, bright red piece that, of paper. It's just a piece of paper. It's a shame that piece is a form shame. that you know is like shame. what was the original <laughs> repair order? What was the original repair order number? What was the original repair order date? What was it in for? Why why did it come back? Was you know what actions were informed. taken? Yeah, was the shop foreman informed? Was the customer informed? What you know all, all this sort of stuff. 
and it just happens to be on a red piece of paper so that it's not you know you fucked up it's not easily missed in the other (laughs) stack of paperwork that is also stapled to the repair order Mm -hmm. because it has to be filled out by either the shop foreman or the service manager and it has to be signed by either the shop foreman or the service manager um and it is a important uh, piece of information to it's, it's not to scold the technician or embarrass the technician or anything like that it's Jokes on coincidentally you. <laughs> yeah, it does yeah, exactly yeah. that well you 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 want to do your job better next time so that you don't get that red piece of paper right not really don't give a fuck i'll make it bright orange next time okay that's fine no i'm <laughs> kidding I, it really doesn't matter to me i don't really again uh, again back, so. it's, it's not meant to like embarrass somebody it's it, it it's an important it's an important piece it's of paper exactly so we need to is. make sure that this form is filled out right. because it's it's a, a it's a process that has to be done by the dealership because we have a repeat repair in a certain time frame right so um the 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 biggest problem is is that people don't like letting someone know that this is a vehicle that's come back within you know six months or six thousand miles for the same concern whether it's the service advisor that doesn't catch it or doesn't bother to let somebody know or the technician that doesn't catch it or doesn't you know bother to let somebody know but uh, you know i i just the, the the recheck thing was 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 a big problem for me it was always sort of the fact that you know i don't want somebody else looking at my recheck because I don't want them to know to, how as, badly he fucked up. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it. I don't want somebody to know how badly I, I made a mistake. And that's why I'm supposed to be involved as the shop foreman in those as to where you can't cover your tracks. If it was a legitimate, like you, you literally swung and miss it, at, missed at this. That needs to be known mm-hmm. for a multitude of reasons. Um, but at, at the other point, on that spectrum is that if you got a failed part or, you know, you contacted hotline and hotline told you to replace this and that didn't fix it. And you have documentation that says that it's not your problem. You, you did everything that was told to you. So again, it's always CYA, write everything in your story, put all your documentation down, all those sort of things. Mm -hmm. The recheck process isn't necessarily to scold you or to embarrass you. It's to make sure that all the processes are, processes are being followed or if in the future that there is something that we missed last time we can make sure that we got it the next time mm-hmm. things like that you know uh, it's the same sort of thing uh, <clears throat> for like a, a general transmission repair that we do you know i i typically like to road test the vehicle at least 10 miles myself after i overhaul transmission but we'll also go through and give it to an advisor or a, or a, a porter to drive for another 20, 30, 40, 50 miles, whatever it may be, just to make sure that everything is fine before we release it to the customer because the customer spends more time in the seat than we can ever do mm-hmm. at the dealership. So as, as much as you're trying to do to prevent a potential recheck or potential repeat repair before you release the customer to the vehicle. We try to document all that stuff. And that's kind of what the process of the recheck sheet is for is to make sure that all that stuff was done to ensure that nothing bad could happen or everything was done possible, you know, to, to prevent this vehicle from coming back. Do you see the dead horse on the ground over there? It's been been beaten with the stick repeatedly over and and over and over. And like I said, we're we're gonna move on to the next. The carcass is yeah level of uh, disintegrating over here. Topic of conversation. (laughs) Eric, I you know coincidentally I have one of those right now. That wasn't mine. 
So annoying having to check somebody else's shit. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so elaborate. Do I have to? Please, 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 oh please. <clears throat> so this vehicle came in. It was a very high mileage vehicle. Customer pay. You wouldn't have been able to tell that it was a high mileage vehicle, though, because he takes care of it. I'm talking about almost 300,000 miles. Oh, geez. Wow. And the truck is beautiful. It came in for some repairs. I performed those repairs. It came back a few days later because all of a sudden now there was an oil leak. Like, well, I didn't do anything with the oil system, but okay. So I perform an inspection. I'm like, oh, really bad coincidence. So sorry this happened, but your injector seals are leaking. Those are on this other side. All I did was replace the exhaust manifolds. So we sold them injector seals on that one bank that was leaked. Two of them were leaking. I was like, we need to do all four. Excuse me. And so I unfortunately was terribly busy at the time. And I delegated the work to another technician, a seasoned technician who, again, this is gravy work. It's easy peasy, straightforward. You remove the bolts, you pull the injectors out, you replace the seals, you put the injectors back in, you're done. Great. Shipped the vehicle, came back the next day. It's still leaking oil. It's dripping on my driveway. Well, shit, that's weird. Let me go look at it. I go look at it. One of the seals was damaged on installation, like straight up torn. I'm like, okay, whatever. So we end up replacing the seal. We ship it again. But when I gave the ticket to the technician that did the repair repair originally, because I'm not doing that for free, um, I said, replace the seal. I said, and let's put 20 to 30 miles on this truck. Wash the engine. Let's make sure it's not leaking anymore and ship it. Mm -hmm. Okay, was the response I got. I didn't even see the truck ever get pulled in. Supposedly repair was done. I'm like, all right, cool. Anything you're doing is bad. Mm, I want you to know this. Don't even get me started. (laughs) Came back the next day, which is today. Again, and the writer brings me a sheet. Guess who's back? Back again. Thank you. I'm glad you did that. (laughs) Um, Customers I said, no, they better not be. They're like, yep. And it's got it oil bright, leak, oil leak. bright red <laughs> sheet stapled to the back of it. He says it's leaking oil still. I'm like, the fuck it is. And I went over to the service drive and I look at it. Now, mind you, it had been sitting there. Why did it come back to you? Because I originally had received the ticket, but I delegated it to someone else. Mm. I, I do that in my department sometimes. If it, something comes to me and I'm inundated with work i'll delegate it to the uh, one of the other technicians in the department delegate. and so i went over to check the truck mind you it had already been sitting on the service drive for an hour and a half almost two hours and i go and look under the truck and where are the porters <laughs> what porters? Are you kidding me? What porters? Please. Oh God, I cracked myself. Answer, up. answer sorry. You didn't tell me you're a comedian. <laughs> I'll be here all week. Okay. So I went. Answer look. science still can't answer. Mm. Get your leg off of me. It's hot in here. I'm, my leg needs to stretch. Having Eric, marital issues over here. I'll turn the air conditioning on when we're done. Uh, <laughs> So I went and looked under the truck. There was literally a single drop of oil underneath the truck after sitting there for that long. Good Lord. I'm like, well, that to me alone tells me it might just be residual. residual. Right. So I go and I hop on top of the engine and I look. Hop on top. I did. I did. Power top. <laughs> no, definitely not. Power bottom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hashtag something about Sell the bell. 
And I did a quick inspection. It was just a quick inspection. I'm like, I don't see anything leaking up here. I'm pretty sure it was just residual. But at the same time, it also didn't look like the engine had been hadn't been washed like mm-hmm. I asked it to be. Mm-hmm. So I get to next week on Monday because today is Friday. Uh, look at that truck and wash it and drive it for thirty to forty miles to ensure that it isn't leaking anywhere else. Because I Somebody does not know how to do their job properly. I need a bar refitter. And yes, this person may very well listen, and I'm calling you out. Don't care. <laughs> Don't care. Anyhow. So, uh, just a question for, for you two. What are your guys's like, um, what's the protocol for comebacks for you? What, like, what's the time period like is it like a standard for us is a, a one year? Like it's no no matter how many miles. If oh, one year, six oh. months, six thousand miles. So so uh, Ford Ford recheck is a little bit um, less. No, I keep forgetting Ford recheck is I think less stringent than our recheck policy. Mm-hmm. Our recheck policy is like six months, six thousand miles. Ford I think is twelve months, twelve thousand miles. Or Are maybe you doing I have the whichever comes first situation there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And no yeah. matter what one I, year no matter how many miles. Well I I had made well, the not argument necessarily it would be technically <clears throat> the opposite, right? Because if they drive more than six thousand miles but it's within the six month time frame that could still technically qualify. I, it, it, if I remember correctly, our internal policy is six months, 6,000 miles, and Ford policy is 12 months, 12,000 miles. However, I had made the argument to our warranty administrator, our lovely warranty administrator, Sam, Hi, Sam. that I feel like we should adhere to the six month, 6,000 mile. And again, it's not, it's not to let you know somebody know that they fucked up or whatever. It's just like, Hey, there was an issue with this. Maybe somebody else in the future might you run into the up. same problem and, you know, think that this repair would fix it, but it's actually this repair that fixes it. So like we should have documentation on it. Sometimes it is to screw somebody, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's not always that way. And it's just another process, just like all the out mileage has to be written on the repair order and you have to clock in on the repair order whenever you're working on the vehicle and stuff like that. It's just another shop process that has to be followed. Every single time, it's just a way to, to protect the dealership, protect the people that work in the dealership, all yep. that kind of stuff. It, you know, it, there, there, there's a lot of things that, that go on that, you know, I don't agree with as far as like corporate policies and things like that. But this is just one of those things that. It's just Yeah, so specifically, how long are you married to a car is what I'm talking about. Oh. Like, well. are you, because like for us, it's 12 months. Yeah, we're married to a car if it comes back within the year. For the same the, concern. No, for any concern. Really? Well, that's because well, you're bumper to bumper, so though, that, right? Well, we're bumper to bumper. Yeah. Uh, but it, it technically should be for the same concern. So but we still get for, it. We still get it. So if it came in for an AC concern in January, but it comes back in August for a check engine, it might, it's still goes back. Do you feel like we that's don't have fair? anything like that? Um, cause we're departmentalized. So I, I feel that it, it, I mean, I've never had a problem with it for, for like a year, but just like recently, this is where I was getting at is, so we had this one customer bought a brand new car, brand new GTI. And from the factory, you could tell that the dash up by the window was nicked. Like somebody hit it with a razor blade. Mm. It was definitely done from the factory. The car had, you know, 10 miles on it whenever right. I replaced yeah. the dash in that car. Wow. That was two years ago. Now, Monday, 
come around. He brought the car back complaining that his tweeter doesn't work in the A-pillar. Oh, fucking blow me. Two years ago. Uh, no. And so Important. They, important. they put my number on it. They put it on the board. No, no, not, and I not, go in there. not that fact. That's fine oh, that it's important. Like, I'm saying two years yeah. for that. Oh, two years. Yeah, blow yeah, yeah. me. Yeah, no, no, no. I get that. Yes, you're right. So I look on the board and I read it and I'm like, normally I wouldn't like think twice about it, even if it was because it's like money is money, right? Right. Yeah. But I'm right now. I've even with the last couple months, I've been backlogged like crazy. I still have like another two weeks worth of work that I can't even touch right now. Had he been in for prior <laughs> services or any other reasons within those two years? So this is again. This is, this is where it gets good, right? This is where it gets good. So I'm like. What, why is, like, I went to the service writer. Yeah. I'm not going to name names, but uh, I went to him. You can tell like, me after. Yeah. <laughs> HJ. I'm like, what's going on? I I looked at the history. I don't see any of my history on this car. Why does right. it have my number on it? Mostly because, like, it's going to be sitting there for weeks before I could even look at it. It should just go in the drawer. So they yeah, typically so only pre-assigned. The next available right. person could look at it. They yeah. typically so, only pre-assigned numbers yeah. when that's your baby. Yeah. Okay. So, um. I asked him what, what's going on with it. He's like, oh, you, you replaced the dash like two years ago in that car. And I instantly remembered the car once he mentioned <laughs> right, that. But I was right. like, that's two years ago. Yeah. And even the <laughs> service manager was, that was there and he's, he agreed with me. He's like, yeah, that goes in the drawer. Like what? So after we went through all that, we put it back in the drawer. I comes to find out that the tweeter was already replaced. <laughs> just like last week. Uh, right? What? And by I'm a like, different tech. Yeah, by a different tech. Oh, fuck. And I'm like, so that goes back to him. Right. Why wouldn't right? you why, check why? that? Why did you go two years and so back? So this is, this, is this is where it comes down to where it got it. He, promised, he, he ordered a tweeter for the car. And then he went up to another tech and said, hey, I'm not going to marry you to this car. Can you put the speaker in for me? Oh, fuck you. And what a piece of shit. Yeah. So, like, I'm like, I still like, like, it was just, I get he was just trying to get the customer out. I understand that. But it shouldn't come back to me no. at that point. He shouldn't have done that. So he needed to it check It should have thoroughly. just gone to the next available How person. How did he skip over that, though? So then, it's really easy to look at service history in our So DMS, then I talked to him so, again, same. and I'm like... This goes back to so and so. It's easy to look at know? ours too. And then he was out. He he wasn't there. Mm. And then it came down to my manager came and talked to me. He was like, "Hey, can you look at this car?" And I'm like, "I'm already backlogged." You know, I was. But you know, you tell me what the, the manager is, comes to me you know. and asks me to do something. I'm not going to hesitate. I'm just going to do course, it. Of course, yeah. Right? yeah. Um, so I grab employee. the car. <laughs> I I grab the car. I pull it in, and he goes. He ends up telling me that. They think because I did the dash two years ago, I forgot to connect the tweeter mm -hmm. in the car. Would it have but taken it two years to realize that? Yes, fuck and, out of here. and the speaker was already replaced. It was already Go replaced. Fuck yourself. So, so and the best part? It wouldn't be. The best part is whenever I took it all apart to diagnose what was going on. He didn't plug it in. He didn't plug it in. I plugged it in, but it worked right away. Fuck yeah. the tech. Fuck the advisor. I mean, and I mean, I charged the dealership two hours for that. Good, yeah. good, good for you. And Mark was okay. Or, we, well, it's fine. Yeah, we can. That's bullshit. Yeah. It's Be fine. Before we end this, Mike, how you were saying how to cover or protect the interest of the dealership? Yeah. I, since you've been in the industry long enough, and you know how 
you know, ROs are supposed to be written, what's supposed to be on the RO, the three C's, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, my than, life is the three C's. You're more than welcome to answer this as well if you'd like. Even you will. I'm curious if you know the answer to this. According to the California Bureau of Automotive Repair. The bar. The bar. Not to be confused the with lawyers. Bars. Is it, do you legally have to show your in-house labor rate on the RO for the customer? No. No. Correct. That no, is something that I actually did not know. No. The labor rate is never something that you discuss. And when you tell, when you quote a job to a customer, you're not really supposed to, according to everything that I've been told, you're not supposed to break it down as this is the labor and this is the parts. It's this much to repair the vehicle. Correct. And if the customer wants to get into it more than that, then that's when you use your discretion mm -hmm. to see what you want to divulge. However, it is not your job to tell the person how many labor hours are involved in it or what your labor rate is. It mm -hmm. is this much to repair your car. End of discussion. Yep. It's not your obligation Correct. to share that information. What did I say? Prerogative? What did you, you I say? You said job, but I felt like uh, it was more now you're not obligated to share that information. Yeah. No, there just... are certain shops that actually legally have to, though. Such yeah. as I forget the types of shops, but it's also uh, uh, <laughs> do you have to have the door date on the RO? What is the door date? What do you mean by door date? When the car comes in. Yeah, yes, for sure. Absolutely. What? You actually do not legally have to post that anywhere on the RO. The uh, door date is automatically populated yeah, on, on most of them. I, I know, feel like for legal reasons, you should have it. But however, it's right on the bar webpage. Door date is not required on California <laughs> repair orders. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> no one fucking cares. Fuck out of here. The, well, only the Karens that you know are fighting that give a shit about that. So, Jake, that was a very interesting set of tidbits that you had there. Yeah. Uh -huh. T that was a nice set of titties there. Titty no, winks. I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> winks. My car's AC hasn't worked for three times. It's a lemon. Oh, God. Oh, I was Stop. gonna relate to something there and you, I forgot. You know what time it is? because we said titties. It's time to go. I know, I got distracted. And thank our sponsors. We do have to thank our sponsors. Oh, that beautiful bean footage. Indeed. Bean. Thank you. Bean footage? Beans? Yeah, he's rolling that beautiful bean footage. What the fuck is bean footage? Oh my god, you've never seen Nobody the bushes knows what you're talking Raise about your hand if you know what I'm talking about. Thank you, Will. Shut up, Will. <laughs> Shut up, Will. I know Jake knows. Okay. 20% of us raised our hands. You guys, follow us on Facebook. Instagram, we, Twitter. Yeah. We even have a TikTok that we have one video on. <laughs> we do. Yeah, Thank I like you, too, yeah. Will. You yeah. did like it, Will. Thank, um, you. Thank you to the Dark Knight, Bruce Vane. Indeed. You know what? Just search us on wherever you are. You you'll figure it out. Yeah. You customer don't need to know the exact name. Nope, they'll figure it out. Yeah, they'll customer, figure it out. Customer states podcast anywhere. You'll find us. But we if promise. you want to give us money, it's PayPal. It customer states podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Also, thank, thank you, you to Dale Follett, Nick Alowridge, Travis Terrace, Raymond, Dale Follett, Sean Luke, Tyler, uh, Tyler Perry, Cotlerick. Who's that? He's oh, Tyler, you're Tyler amazing. Yeah. I knew that. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about our regular sponsor. Thank you to Bruce Vane for this beautiful music that you hear that. right now. Norm Glazier. Well, I think he deserves to be. We play his music a lot. so. Thank you to Sylvia and Lisa. Oh, the mothers. The mothers. What are your mother's names? The podcast mommy. Everyone say their mother's names. Elaine. Robin. Linda. 
All the podcast mommies who brought us here today. And thank you, thank you. And with that, we say, see you next week, fuckers. Bye, bitches. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States Podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.